0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i dreaming of a white Christmas, just like the ones I used to know.
0: Hey, everyone! I'm Alexa, and I'm Catherine, and we're the girls behind Tickets Please. And today, we're talking about our favorite Christmas movies
1: which do you prefer christmas eve or christmas day christmas eve me too. Do you think everyone feels that way? I think so. I mean, I know it's
0: different because it, we sort of engineered it for me and my brother because our parents are divorced. So it usually it ended up <laughs> celebrate whatever day we're with you guys is what is what it uh, ended up being. How but, does
1: it feel to hold all the cards on thanks on Christmas? <laughs> I have all the power, baby. But <laughs> but um, usually, do you know how many? Sorry, no, do you know okay. how many years I have had to text my dad and say? Are we doing Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? What days are are Alexa and Anthony with us?
0: You know how how egotistical I am? I literally, (laughs) the thought didn't cross my mind until this moment that like it affects you guys.
1: (laughs) Because to me. I have to like plan things around which day you were with us. Never
0: thought about it
1: because well, to- <laughs> start thinking about it because to me cool.
0: i have two whole christmases like i <laughs> cool good
1: for you oh, 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 oh. rocking around the christmas tree at the christmas party hop. Let's talk about our favorite Christmas movies. Let's just get into it. So these are not in order because I could never possibly put them in order. Okay. But I will start with Home Alone because how could I not? You know what's crazy <sighs> that I recently learned about Home Alone that TBH is a little bit disappointing? You know, the, the house that they filmed it in, like mm-hmm. it's right outside Chicago, and mm-hmm. like you can go to it and see yeah. the house. Well, I, my whole life up to this point, thought the movie was filmed inside that house and it wasn't. You did? Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this must be something everybody knows that I did I know.
0: think I knew, but I guess I don't know how I learned it. I don't remember learning it, but I, I did know that they only used the outside for the house.
1: Yeah. And so I looked it up to learn more about the set design because, you know, that's one of my obsessions in movies. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was like the whole set was built in a high school gym. You're kidding. Yeah. That part I, I didn't think, know. Um, apparently John Hughes didn't like to ha- build his sets like on studio lots. He liked to be sort of removed oh. from there. Um And so it was built in a high school gym. But one of the things I noticed like a couple of years ago that we've all seen a million times, but I had never really thought of, Mm. is how much red and green is in the decor of the house. Like the entire house is red and green.
0: I, now that you're saying it, I didn't think about it, but you, it is true. Like I, like the first thing I thought of when you just said that was the bright red sheets they have on the bed.
1: And like the the carpet, like the runner that goes down the wooden staircase is red. Yes. The countertops in the kitchen are like the dark forest green. Yes. All like the,
0: all the, the couches and, and all the stuff, bathrooms right?
1: Are, I what? think the
0: couches are green, right?
1: The couches. I can't remember the couches, I can't remember. probably. Wow. Another crazy thing I learned is that he had almost all of the furniture custom made for the movie. Because apparently, like, I remember in the early 90s that there was a trend where, like, dark red and forest green were, like, the colors in interiors. So a few years ago, when I had this realization that the whole house is red and green, Mm -hmm. I felt like, like, oh, well, it makes sense, of course, like, for the christmas ofness of the movie. But also, like, that was the style at the time. But then from the article that I read, it apparently wasn't the style of the time. It might've been like a few years before because the style of that time was navy blue and dusty pink, which I also remember. Um, And so the director had a lot of trouble finding, um, you know, like furniture and decor that went with the color palette he wanted to create. So a ton of it was custom. All the like curtains were custom um, the wallpaper like in the main areas of the house was only made in blue and dusty pink and he had contacted the company and asked them to make him a version that went with the decor and they did it
0: wow how so cool
1: right that's
0: really cool a lot of stuff i love reading about this movie like i know that the script was written he wrote the script in like 3 days or something like that something crazy and that i do know that originally the the old man wasn't part of the script and then the
1: right I think I remember you telling me yeah
0: I think I told you it when we were talking about doing this episode because the director I think uh Chris Columbus he said to John Hughes that like I think the movie needs more heart get there's not enough like feeling in it and he wrote that in like a day later and then it's like a pivotal part of this the movie now
1: imagine the movie without that elderly neighbor character It changes the whole thing.
0: Totally. It becomes much more like um, cynical and like, I don't want to say dark comedy because it's not a dark comedy, but it's it's closer to that tone. Like the fact that, because then 90% of the movie would be two people trying to rob a child and the child fighting (laughs) the robbers. (laughs) So without the like loving neighbor to save him and stuff like
1: that, like how would that, how would it be? It yeah, I like... wonder what how it would have ended without him. Anyway, seriously, what, like I guess Kevin just would have showed up, uh, or maybe time? Kevin
0: would have outsmarted them because, like, because mm. I guess because I guess in in this in the version of the movie that exists, it's almost like Kevin thought he outsmarted them, but he is still a kid, so he didn't right. really like think of everything that they could do, and they do catch him in the end, and then the neighbor has to come save him. So I guess I guess they would have had Kevin actually win.
1: I definitely like the version that we all know.
0: Yes. (laughs) So I think you at one point have mentioned this, but we didn't talk about it like fully. You've said how you actually don't like the part of the movie that. Every to me, at least, I, it's from everyone that I've talked to. The best part is when the is when Harry and Marv go through the house. But you're you don't have that opinion, do you?
1: <laughs> it's, I don't necessarily dislike it. It's uh-huh. just my least favorite part of the movie. And what's your um, favorite part of the movie? The beginning. <laughs> the, whole <laughs> the whole part <laughs> where everyone's like running around the house and preparing to leave the next day, and there's all like you know the commotion and all the different conversations, and then the pizzas show up, and then the just that whole thing is my favorite part. Um, the part with Marv and Harry, Harry, yeah, wrong with me, Harry. Um, <laughs> Oh, I think, I think what happens is I get m- mentally, it's like a, th- <laughs> it's like this one track in my brain that I replay every single time I see the movie, mm-hmm. which is almost get like slightly anxious thinking about who has it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in more pain? Who got, you know, like, have I- you come to a decision? No, no. <laughs> and believe me, it's something I've been thinking about since 1993. Or one. I think it's pretty.
0: I have no idea.
1: I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> I think if I had to just from
0: the gut from seeing it so many times, if I had to pick one who has it worse, I think, I think Marv has it worse than Harry. And why? Because I mean, he gets the stuff. The fact that he ends up barefoot
1: and like with the, with the nail like, oh. and then
0: the iron to the face oh, and God. then. Like, I think he has it worse. He falls down the stairs, like, and then he's going up and he's got the tar and then he steps on the ornaments. Like, he's got a lot of feet stuff. <laughs> and then, and then he gets smacked in the face with an iron and a paint can. Oh, God. Plus, he gets um, the trauma of the tarantula on his face. <laughs> and then, beaten, oh, and then he gets hit and in then the he gets beaten with the, with the chest yeah. with the crowbar by, yeah. So, yeah. I think he's got it worse than Harry.
1: You know what the other thing is about that part? Like, I can't find the humor in them getting hurt. And I know that like, the other people who like that part are not actually thinking like, "Ha no, yeah. funny that people are getting hurt. Yes. Like, I, you know, I get that, of course, but I don't know, maybe it's like a type of comedy that doesn't register with me. I, I don't know. It's what so it funny, because
0: normally, that's a type of comedy that doesn't really register with me either so like it's funny that I find it so f- because I'll watch it right now and still laugh like I haven't seen it that's how funny really it is yes
1: huh? I <laughs> so to me I it's do timeless. like when they're when they're on the like cord trying to get to the yes. uh-huh. house uh-huh and they realize he's gonna cut it and they're like go back, go back. <laughs> because they
0: they're like banter is what i think that that's what makes it funny to me it's not that the getting hurt part it's them like it's the it's harry and marv like they're they're funny so then like to think about the way their characters are like enduring what this like eight-year-old kid is doing to them that's what you're right
1: yeah and then
0: like the stuff they say like i love when they're together because the stuff they say to each other is fucking funny like like when <laughs> one of my favorites is is when um i love when harry yells at marv in any capacity <laughs> but when um kevin goes to the treehouse like right before what you're talking about
1: down here you big cautious ass come and get me before i call the police let's get it. wait wait it's just what he wants us to do It's to go back downstairs through his fun house so we get all tore
0: up he's gonna call the cops he's not calling the, from a treehouse like what is wrong with you they have a perfect little interplay that i that I, that's why i like it even though they're yeah. not together through the getting hurt part <laughs> they are i think a perfectly cast duo yeah they are it's so funny that that's joe pesci it weirdly like is disconnected in my brain because yeah
1: same because i've like seen if you ask me who it was i could answer it right but i don't think about Right, the fact that
0: it's him. Right, especially because that was like I saw Home Alone when I was a kid, and then like years and years and years later, I like learned who Joe Pesci was. So it's like I know. <laughs> so it's like I know him as the Home Alone guy, and then I know him again later in life as like the serious actor who does mob movies. <laughs> yeah, it's 1990, by the way. Oh, okay. Thank you.
1: Did you hear the horrible? outrageous news that Disney plus is doing a remake. What? No. (laughs) Apparently this was announced like a year ago. I only learned about it this morning. What are they kidding me? Uh, I don't know. I mean, listen, I haven't, the only article I read was posted over a year ago. It's possible that maybe they're not doing it anymore. I don't know, but the only bright side of that. Is that the boy who's supposed to play Kevin is the boy from Jojo Rabbit?
0: Oh, he's really good.
1: He's really good.
0: All right, that's all right. Hopefully, maybe but they'll make still. it. Maybe they'll make it different enough that like it'll just feel like another good movie that's not like feeling like oh
1: god, can they not leave anything alone? Do you think? Oh my gosh, I just had like a <laughs> <laughs> is is. Is Macaulay Culkin going to play his dad? If you can do it that way, then I could get on board with it.
0: Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I think I could get on board. I think I could get on board with that. If it was like the same family.
1: Just like a a continuation of the story rather than a remake of the original story.
0: I hope it's not like a remake. That would be no good. Remakes never end up good.
1: They can't. That's... No. I don't know. I Not was going to say there's no way they would do that, but they keep doing it with.
0: <laughs> they keep doing it with everything. Spider-Man and shit. So. <laughs>
1: um, all right. So next on my list is one of my all-time favorite movies, which you recently saw for the first time. And then another, I think five times after that, which is The Holiday. Yes.
0: <laughs> I've seen The Holiday like five times in the past month and I hadn't seen it before a month ago, like we watched it with I. Grandma came over for Thanksgiving and it was on TV. Like I don't know if it was like TBS or or USA or something. Like somebody, some channel was playing it literally on a continuous loop, and we watched the holiday three times back to back on Thanksgiving Day. I'm kind of into that. I was not hating it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What was your favorite? I know it's almost impossible to decide, but like, what was your favorite part of that? I have,
0: I have to go with the first reaction because if I think about it, it can't. I'll be like, no, but this part because of when I first watched the movie, I was like, this is the part that struck me as like, oh my gosh, this movie is amazing. Is the Hanukkah scene when when um when Miles comes to the house and has hanukkah with iris and and the old man arthur yeah. it's it's um it's really <laughs> this is going to sound so cheesy and corny it is very special like when i'm watching it it feels special like we're not watching a movie like it's a, a memory that's being made between these people that is really like something to tr- to like cherish
1: that is you almost took the words out of my mouth. What I was going to say about that scene is that, you know how you have, you get together with, you know, friends or family or or even, you know, people you've just met and you think it's just going to be a regular night. You know, you're having dinner or you're hanging out, you're playing cards, whatever you're doing. And for some reason, there's like a series of events that just turn the night into a magic Magic. I don't want to say magical experience. Yeah, that is cheesy. But oh, this is all cheesy. There's no cheesy, <laughs> non-cheesy way to say it. But just like those experiences where you take yourself out of the moment, out of the moment, mm-hmm. and you think to yourself, like, this is one of those nights that I'm going to remember. Have you yes. ever had one of those in real time? I, and yes. that to yourself. Yes. That's what that scene feels like to me. Totally. Miles. I mean, well, I have to give this to Jack Black because it's not the character; it's Jack himself. Mm-hmm. Jack Black is so fucking lovable,
0: yeah. And it's almost shockingly so, is what I was, what I would go far as to say. Because before having seen it, I'm looking at the thing, like the poster, and like knowing who's in it, I'm like jack black is going to be like the male lead of this movie like no way it I'm doesn't like,
1: make sense until you see it and then it makes so much sense
0: so much sense because his character is the most lovable. every scene because my second favorite scene it's funny because i wouldn't choose Is it's impossible for me to decide which storyline i like better whether i like iris and miles or um amanda and graham i can't decide but like both of my the second favorite scene i'm going to tell you is also from miles and iris so i think that might be answering the question but when they're in like the blockbuster that scene filled me with i was beaming watching that scene the first time
1: Do you think a tiny part of it is because you miss blockbuster and because
0: i'm a major movie dork like he is yes (laughs) 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 Like, like we're we're like um I oh, fuck. I just forgot. The I was gonna, yes. I was just going to, you want to know what my brain was going to say instead? Soul sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jack Black would be very much on board with that label. Okay. So Jack Black and I are soul sisters. Um, <laughs> that scene where they're in the blockbuster and he's going through all the movies and um, their scores and stuff. It's so geeky and cute. And it's, very funny without being laugh out loud funny. That was my second favorite scene.
1: And I love how um, Iris gets such a kick out of him.
0: Yes, genuinely so. Enamored so. by him. Genuinely so. Like, I love the moment when he's like, he's like, is this okay, what I'm doing? Like, he says to her, he's like, is this cool? Like, what's going on right now? And she's like, yes, yes, like, keep going. And she's come 100% on board. She's not humoring him at all. Like, she's really enjoying it. Which is what I love about them because they very much enjoy each other. Both of them. You can feel it when they're together.
1: That if that if, if they, for whatever reason, never got together romantically, that they would absolutely positively be best friends. Totally. I'm smiling so hard right now. You guys, if you haven't seen this movie and you only watch one movie that we ever recommend, let this be it.
0: Seriously. Seriously. You won't regret it. It's so beautiful.
1: It it is a romantic comedy, but it's on another level. It really is.
0: It really is.
1: It's as close to a perfect romantic comedy that there can be. I'm sorry to When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. I'm sorry to You've Got Mail. I love those movies deeply, but to me, this is like the perfect one it almost
0: it almost to me like bra- breaks out of the genre completely almost it's it's yeah. i i would consider it just in general Almost a perfect movie period because like how i how my brain always determines a perfect movie is is there stuff that could be cut out? Is there parts of drag? are there parts are there scenes that are like eh, didn't do anything for me? Is there like stupid stuff that goes on? This movie has none of it. The, the, you watch a scene and then the next scene happens and you're like, oh my gosh, and then the next scene happens and you're like, oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. And yeah. you know me, I'm the queen of finishing a movie and saying, I could have cut 30 minutes out of that. Yes. But with this movie, no, I would have made it two hours longer.
0: Before um, we... I I have to talk about... One of my favorite things of that movie that makes it... Why I think it branches from rom-com to, like, regular just good movie is all the stuff that Iris has with Arthur. That whole story, like, made the movie for me. So I was already on board with all the lovey stuff that is adorable between the couples. But the, the stuff with Arthur especially you know me i'm like the biggest dork when it comes to like hollywood and 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 film history and things like that so to have that as like a through line through it really cinched the movie for me
1: yeah, and I think it sort of brings that element of an old Hollywood feeling to the LA parts of the movie. Totally. Versus the LA that we know now, which is like
0: a vapid you know,
1: Silver Lake, crystals, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Arthur is the sweetest. I mean
0: I was worried the first time I watched it that something was going to happen to him. I told you that, right? Where like yeah. I was worried because the, the movie doesn't have any conflict. It there's...
1: doesn't, but it, it so works. It so works. And, and it's nice, actually, like for those who haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. we really haven't spoiled anything. We I really mean, haven't. So many things for you to discover, but like to know right from the bat that nothing bad happens to Arthur, I think could would actually make like your first time seeing it more enjoyable because you don't a hundred
0: percent because I had a a nervousness through a lot of it the first time I saw it that I was worried that he something he was going to get sick or 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 fall or something. I was worried for a lot of it. So no, I think you know what it might make someone's first time viewing it more enjoyable to know he it's every everything is fine. The movie ends exactly how you would hope it does. Any <laughs>
1: the sweetest, sweetest, most lovable old man ever. Really? <laughs> oh. Okay, um, my next pick is a movie that I'm pretty sure you haven't seen. I've been trying to get you to watch it. it, um, is Serendipity. Oh,
0: well, you know why I won't watch it. Well, now I will because you're telling me <laughs> to, but you know
1: why? Because the poster is a travesty. <laughs> yeah, we did have like a 20-minute like cackle fest looking at all the different versions of the poster for this movie because they're just one is worse than the next.
0: Each one is worse than the next. I don't know who designed that freaking poster, but it really the it, fonts are,
1: are are
0: violent. <laughs> that that font on the poster, each one is worse than the next,
1: and each one is like offensive to me, honestly. <laughs> but putting that aside. Um, you know, the vast majority of serendipity actually does not take place during Christmas, but it starts at Christmas in Bloomingdale's and it ends at Christmas in Bloomingdale's. And so it makes the whole movie feel like Christmas, you know?
0: Christmas uh, in Bloomingdale's is a is a vibe. <laughs> I can already picture what it is like to be in a Bloomingdale's at Christmas.
1: And something really cute that I recently found out is that Kate Beckinsale says... That because you know Kate Beckinsale has been in a lot of like, you know, sort of male focus like action movies. Yes, and, mm-hmm. and she said that without fail, every single time a man approaches her to talk about a movie, it's serendipity. Stop it! Is that not everything you wanted it to be? How I'll cute, watch it. To- right? I'll watch it tomorrow. Now, no, I maybe once you watch it you'll finally realize that John Cusack and Keanu Reeves are not the same person.
0: <laughs> I don't think I'll ever notice. No, <laughs> there's it's, no amount of movies I could watch or people who could tell me I'm insane that will ever make me not it's be It's so able.
1: baffling to me. Anyway, serendipity. I mean, listen, is it Oscar worthy? No, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's a really enjoyable sort of magical romantic comedy. Okay. And if those are your thing, you should see it. All right. And so my last pick, although I could have made this list much longer, but I had to stick to four, is The Family Stone.
0: A now, favorite I of had yours. I you watched
1: The Family Stone for the first time a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it a second time? I can't no, remember. No, I
0: really should, but no, I have not.
1: I love this movie so much, but I've thought about this a lot and I kind of struggle to describe why I love it or what it is that I love about it. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: continuing um, on apparently what is the theme of this episode, I know that for you, a lot of it has to do with the set design.
1: It really does. Uh, also, f- and funny enough, because I like to think of myself as, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm a minimalist, but I mm-hmm. tend toward s- sort of like clean surfaces and, and more like pared down mm-hmm. design. But this house is very much the opposite. Yeah, It's cluttered. It's lived in, you can tell this family has been in this house for, I mean, decades. I don't know, 50, yeah. 40, 50 years at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe even if if it was a family home before then, I don't know. But it just looks like it's really, really been lived in. But in the best kind of way. it's It's warm and it's inviting. And you can tell that there have been so many memories created in that house. Absolutely. And so many like times shared. I I love it. I also love how for most of the movie the characters are like in their I'm staying home all weekend and it's snowing outside. Comfy clothes, yeah. And especially Rachel McAdams, her character whose name I can't think of right now, wears sort of like weird mismatch stuff, like yes. random pajama pants with like a an a old t-shirt. t-shirt and then yeah. like a cardigan <laughs> sweater and. Uh, there's just something about it that feels so like real life, mm-hmm. in if you know, in the Northeast or or even the Midwest, you yeah, know, where it gets snowy and cozy, and you just are wearing whatever and drinking hot chocolate and just hanging with people you love. I
0: think along with what you're saying, what makes the movie feel so nice is that it does. Not all movies are like this, but this one definitely is has the feeling of you're just sort of watching them through this one portion, but it's very clear to you watching the movie that they've lived a life before and will continue after. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's like you sort of get this one little snapshot of like this one Christmas at their house and what it's like, but, and you get, because the story doesn't have a lot of back exposition and stuff like that. I mean, it does because every movie has to, otherwise you wouldn't know what's going on, but I do feel like it has less of it than a lot of movies do it makes you feel like you sort of get to know the family from watching what happens rather than getting like a story start to finish
1: that's true it's almost more like a snapshot of a moment in time totally and a really pivotal moment in a lot of different ways like for for each person individually but then for the family as a whole too
0: yeah absolutely
1: I would do anything for a sequel to this movie. I want to see where those characters are in their lives now. See, that's one I think they could do. Pretty yeah. like
0: they could they could make a sequel and have it still be good and capture the feeling and everything like that. And all those people are still relevant and would do it. I would th- that they would totally do it. Cuz didn't they? I sent you an article recently that was about this movie. I don't remember much of the article. You
1: did, and I read the whole, it was long.
0: Yeah, it was super then, long. The
1: whole thing, and I think I actually texted you like, wow, that was an incredible article. Yeah. And now I remember exactly 0% of Me it. Me
0: neither. I skimmed it. I didn't read it fully because it was super long, but I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you're welcome, guys. valuable content.
0: I think it was an Entertainment Weekly article, so you can find it <laughs> and read it yourself about the family stone. <laughs>
1: One of the other cool little facts that I learned is that they brought um, whatever kind of like machinery they need to the set to create Mm -hmm. snow. And it just so happened that the day they were doing the exterior shots, it actually Mm -hmm. snowed. So they didn't need the snow. Oh, was so wait. Was that shot?
0: Is that like a it's a New England
1: Connecticut. Oh, uh, Greenwich. Got it. So I want to hear what's on your list. Did we have any overlap? Yeah. So The Holiday and Home Alone, of course. Home Alone is one of
0: my favorite movies of all time. So that one was a no brainer. And in fact, when I was making this list, all of them were almost no brainers because there's only I watch four Christmas movies every year, but I had to bump one for the holiday because I watched it and loved it so much that even though it doesn't it almost we didn't talk about this in our discussion, it's not very <laughs> Christmassy. It's true. Takes
1: it, like, <laughs> place over Christmas, yes, but it doesn't f- feel like a Christmas movie. In fact, I don't even think like the two houses that are where most of the movie takes place. I don't think either one of them are decorated for Christmas. No, bizarre. Could you imagine that little English cottage decorated for Christmas? I wonder why they didn't do that.
0: I guess it's because it's there. It's almost like playing into the realism. I guess of the movie is like. I guess why they were both in such like turmoil that they're not gonna like um decorate their house, especially since they were then both leaving. It's not like they were gonna decorate it for one another,
1: yeah, but let's be real. like <laughs> Cameron Diaz's character had so much money. it's not like she would have been decorated. <laughs> like had professionals come you know the the, the week <laughs> after Thanksgiving and decorate her house. True.
0: So I wonder why they made the choice not to have them be decorated. Interesting. Because the only house that's decorated is Graham's house because he has a tree for the kids. So their house is Christmas feel. But the but the cottage and and the L.A. house are you wouldn't know it was even Christmas, especially in L.A. The
1: only thing I would change about this movie. Yeah, make it just dial the Christmas
0: up a tiny little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so I had to bump it just because I loved it so much. But the other ones are true to form. So Home Alone, I watch it every year. That's always the first one. Um, and then the one that I bumped for the holiday is Home Alone Two. Cause I think Home Alone yeah. Two is almost just as good as Home Alone One. So I think it's a very good sequel if you haven't seen it. But the other two on my list, Christmas with the Cranks. Now, I don't think you've seen this, right? I haven't. Okay.
1: But I have heard you like you have told me before that I need to watch it. It's
0: You have to watch it because it so it's nothing like Home Alone in feeling or in look, but it gives me the same feeling that Home Alone does because it's got it's set in the same place, both outside of Chicago. Um
1: what is it about I don't about know old movies being set outside of Chicago? I mean, I'm into it. I'm yeah. not complaining <laughs> about it, but but I wonder why that I is. I don't know. But so
0: now I've never been to I've been to Chicago, but I've never been outside of Chicago. But evidently from these movies, it, it gives me the exact same feeling that living in New England does. Like living in New York and New Jersey. Like I would never know, other than it, them saying that it's outside of Chicago, it feels exactly like our where we grew up. And I think that that's why I love this movie, like, first and foremost, because it feels like something I could live in my life. Like, they, like it, all the people in it feel like people I know, and what happens seems like a normal thing that could occur. It's, like, a little goofy, because all Christmas movies kind of have to have a little goofiness to them, but... Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis as the stars and like parents of this movie, like I want them to be my mom and dad. They're so loving and warm. And then I genuinely think it's very funny. I laugh at it a lot when I watch it because the concept is cute. It'd be basically what it is is the two of them, um, they have a a daughter and she's older and she's joining the Peace Corps, and this will be the first Christmas that she's not home with them. And so they're very upset That's her own their only kid and she'll be away. And so Tim Allen comes up with um, a plan to skip Christmas this year and not celebrate anything, not spend any money on Christmas. And they're going to go on a cruise. So like the movie is kind of split down the middle as far as like plots concerned. The first part is them like skipping Christmas and like they get spray tans and they, I mean, they get, uh, they go into tanning beds and they like buy all this holiday stuff and he gets Botox in his face. And like the first part is funny because it's everybody reacting to them skipping Christmas and how appalling that is. And then the second half is Blair, their daughter calls them and surprises them and says, I'm coming home tonight. And so then they have to like run around and get the house ready and they're supposed to be having this big Christmas party and stuff like that. And it's the rest of the movie is really cute and heartwarming because all of the neighbors like band together and help them like get the house ready. And it's really a sweet movie that's very funny and I love a lot. It really fills me with like a warmness
1: Can we talk about how perfectly you just summarized that movie? (laughs) You know, it made me realize that I talked about a bunch of movies that people probably haven't seen and didn't even remotely try to tell them what they were about. (laughs) You just did that so well. And it really made me want to watch it.
0: Yay. (laughs) Well, I'm glad. (laughs) Well, thank you. I have seen it upwards of 500
1: times. You should watch it.
0: Well, I have seen it 500,000 times, so I really should be able to <laughs> describe it with with a lot of uh, succinctness. So the last one is Elf.
1: Okay. I'm so glad you have this on your list because that was one that I had to bump from my list. And the only consolation was that I was almost positive we'd still get to talk about it because I knew you would put it on there. I know
0: you're a super I know you're a big fan of this movie because we've talked about it in some other capacity about how you watch it twice a year, right? You say that there's
1: at least, at a minimum,
0: there's like a non Christmas viewing that you have of this movie. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So it's weird that it's, I almost think it's weird that I have it on my list because it's not really a movie I feel like my personality would like because I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan. I acknowledge that he's super funny, but his type of comedy is not usually one I'm going for because it's a little more like aggressive than (laughs) than I usually like. But this movie,
1: I love. He's definitely not a subtle comedian. No, not a subtle comedian at (laughs) all. (laughs) Not a subtle comedian at all. Well, what is it
0: about Elf? Well, the New York City is crucial. It being in New York City, so like the store he works at, it like and like walking through the streets and like all everything being decorated for Christmas and all the trees in the window and Rockefeller Center and like the walking through Central Park when it's covered in snow, all of that stuff I think is like integral to it feeling like it actually does in New York when it's Christmas time. I think that that carries it in addition to it just it's hysterical. I mean, it's it's definitely the funniest of the Christmas movies I have on here. It's because it's more geared towards being a comedy than it is almost being a Christmas movie.
1: I think the earnestness of his character is a big part of what makes the movie feel so special.
0: You're 100 percent right. And it's something this is such an overstatement. But I'm going to say remarkable that he it was able to capture because you never doubt that that's truly who Buddy is like yeah. Buddy is through and through like a kid as an adult, a person who's like excited about life and about Christmas and about his and family and love.
1: Like it's like you can't help but crack your heart open to him when when he first goes into his father's office and he thinks he's a sin- singing telegram and he says i don't know something like well, I, are you gonna sing a song or something or can i just go back to work a song uh yeah anything for you dad um i i'm i'm here with my dad and we never met and he wants me to sing him a song. <laughs> and um, I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. It's so sweet. It and is. when And when, um, what's Zoe's character's name? Uh, Jovi. When Jovi and him go on their first date, doesn't he take her... To the, like that random crappy diner that has the (laughs) The world's best cup of coffee. Yes. (laughs) I would like to add an honorable mention for the Santa Claus, which I know that you don't necessarily agree with, but I love that movie. So thought it
0: was good. It was just a little more sad than I want from a Christmas movie. Which I think if I was a kid, I might not understand the sadness of it, but having the whole thing be like they want to take his son away from him because he's acting like um, a mentally unstable person in their eyes is, like, upsetting
1: (laughs) to watch. Yeah, I mean, to hear you say it like that, it actually... It is heartbreaking,
0: But I think as a kid, you don't understand that. So to as a kid, so like seeing it younger, I would have liked it. I think I'm gonna watch the boat. I think I'm gonna watch the second one because I have a feeling that I'll like it better because they'll, they'll be none of that. Like they'll already know that he's Santa Claus and like, no, there'll be none of that like discovering aspect to it. So I bet I'll like it better. Okay. Based on nothing. But (laughs) because I wanted to like it because I know you love it. So I watched it before this episode purposely because I I didn't know if maybe you would have it on your list.
1: If I watched it for the first time now, I don't necessarily know whether I would love it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I just love it because I was what, 11 years old the first time I saw it. Right.
0: So I don't have any honor. My only honorable mention was my Home Alone 2, which I already said. So I don't have anything else unless you have something else you need to uh, get off your Christmas chest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds dirty. (laughs) You definitely, if you leave that in, you're definitely going to have to play Santa baby on the way out. (laughs) All right, you guys, we'll see you next week with an episode on our favorite non-Christmas movies that still somehow feel like Christmas that's if you want to send us an email about Christmas movies we
0: forgot it's uh, tickets please at gmail.com and if you want to follow us on social media we are tickets please pod on Instagram and uh, that's all we have for you
1: Santa baby just slip a sable under the tree for me been an awful good girl, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight.